This is VLX number 33, Matthew chapter 6, verses 14 to 21, Treasures in Heaven. Hello, welcome to the VLX series, Video Lexio Divina. Real quick note, I'm way behind on emails. Please forgive me, I am trying to catch up. God grant you his peace. Let's begin in prayer. In nomine Patris, Affiliate, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. God, our Lord, we ask the grace that all of our intentions, actions, and operations be directed purely to the service and praise of your divine majesty. In nomine Patris, Affiliate, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Thus are the words of the Holy Gospel. St. Matthew chapter 6, verses 14 to 21. Okay, let's say Christianity is a disease you're supposed to catch. Obviously, it's not a disease, and obviously diseases aren't good. But besides that, this analogy from Dr. Peter Kraft will do you some good. Imagine Christianity is a disease you're supposed to catch. The worst thing possible for catching it fully would be to get immunized against it. Why? Because remember what immunization is. Immunization is just a little bit of the disease. So one of the worst ways to never catch hard Christianity, I guess we could call it, is to get inoculated with soft Christianity. And sometimes getting inoculated with soft Christianity happens on some of the Bible verses we heard today. Now, in reality, they're really amazing in and of themselves. But some of these verses we heard today get so misused by uh, soft Christianity that we get inoculated against the real power of such verses. And one such verse is the one we're going to pray through today on this VLX series that I just read you in Matthew chapter 6, verse 20. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. And even more misused, Matthew 6, 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now we've all seen the wood wall decker from Hobby Lobby saying, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Or that annoying bumper sticker that someone might put on their Jaguar or Tesla that says, Don't let my car fool you, my treasure is in heaven. But really today's Bible verse is very powerful. And so a couple cool word things before we bring it to prayer. First, that line, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, has some alliteration in the Greek that we miss in the English. Remember, alliteration is the occurrence of the same letter or sound at the beginning of or adjacent to or closely connected words. Now, I don't know what Jesus said in the Aramaic, but the Holy Spirit inspired the Greek, which was an exact translation, of course, of what Jesus said. And St. Matthew, under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, wrote in the Greek here, Theisaurizete de humen thesauros. Theisaurizete de humen thesauros. And if that sounded like the word in English, treasure, then you're exactly correct. But looking just at the verb and the direct object, Theisaurizete Thesauros is using the same root word for both of those, obviously, meaning it can be loosely translated as treasure up your treasures. Treasure up your treasures. Where do we treasure up our treasures? In heaven. We'll get to that in a minute. And where are these on earth, first before heaven? The word in the Greek in the very next verse is cardia, which, yes, you guessed it, is the heart. So how cool today that we have two words in English based in the Greek. Thesauros, meaning treasures, and cardia, meaning heart. Now, I'm going to give you a timestamp here, but I'm going to suggest you keep listening past this timestamp if you're on the apophatic way of St. Bruno, uh, because 
one, what we did is just pretty short right there, and two, we haven't got to the prayer. So I suggest uh, you keep listening. Now, if you're just doing the Bible study, it's probably enough for the day just to write those Greek in your Bible in either Latin text or Greek letters. Timestamp. To bring this to prayer, I want to explain the Catholic idea of merit. Very unpopular idea, especially as we talk to Protestants, but I think Protestants can get it if there's any Protestants listening. I mean, non-Catholic Christians listening. It's really not that complex. Now, we Catholics believe and know there is nothing we can do to save ourselves outside of the free gift of grace flowing from the precious blood of Jesus, of the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we, we Catholics don't believe we can pull ourselves up to heaven by our own bootstraps. I think most evangelicals know that by now. They've, they're kind of done with the straw man arguments. But many Catholics and non-Catholics out there somehow think we're all equal in heaven, and that's not true. We can prove this biblically. Our glory in heaven will be proportionate to the level of sacrificial love that we lived on earth. St. Paul gets at this just a little bit in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 41 to 43, quote, There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For stars differ from star and glory. So it is with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable, what is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, it is raised in power. And that, again, is 1 Corinthians 15, verses 41 to 43. But the key line there was, For as star differs from star in glory, so it is with the resurrection of the dead. What does that mean? That means that when we get our bodies back at the end of time, all the elect will have different levels of glory. And what will that glory be based on? St. Peter writes in the Bible, Rejoice in so far as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. That's 1 Peter 4.13. So our salvation comes only from the blood of Jesus, that's true. But you have to remember all the early Christians and church fathers and all the saints of all of time understood that for the saved, we will be at different levels of glory in heaven based on the sacrificial love we lived on earth. Now, you may have heard this analogy before that we're all going to be filled up, whether you're just a thimble or a bucket or a swimming pool, uh, or maybe we could say St. Joseph's going to be the Grand Canyon and the Blessed Virgin Mary is the Pacific Ocean. Even the thimble, which would, I suppose, be a baptized baby that just died right after baptism will still be totally fulfilled in heaven because it will be at 100% of its capacity that it had lived on earth. Um, maybe we could even change the analogy a little bit to say we're all going to be different sized pipes or tubes that will have the living waters of God flow through us forever. So in this analogy, I just made that up. The baby just baptized that died and went to heaven might be a little pipe, but still the infinite flowing waters of the Blessed Trinity go through it. And maybe we could say that martyr who endured a horrible martyrdom uh, might be one of those hydroelectric dam floodgates. But of course, all of these fall short since heaven will be so glorious that as the Apostle Paul writes, quote, What no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. 1 Corinthians 2.9 Anyway, even if you don't like my hydroelectric dam analogy, we know that your glory and my glory in heaven, please God, will be first via the blood of Jesus applied to your life and my life, and in a distant second, yet tied eternally to the first, is the merit of your life having lived a sacrificial love. So here's what I'm going to suggest you pray about. You're going to see how all this comes together. I know it might sound a little bit presumptuous to assume you're going to be saved to make it to heaven, but remember, the saints don't just have us meditate on hell, but on heaven too. So I think it's okay to meditate on heaven today. And here's what I suggest for prayer. 
I want you to pretend you're saved and you look back at your life to see that every act of sacrificial love redounded exponentially to your eternal glory. Again, know deep inside that your glory in heaven will be first the blood of Jesus applied to your life, that he saved us in a way we never could have, and at a distant second tied eternally to the first is the fact that the merit of your life, having lived sacrificial love, will increase your glory. So put all this together and meditate upon heaven, pretending you're saved, and look back at your life to see that every act of sacrificial love redounded exponentially to your eternal glory. Now, if that didn't make sense to kids or just people starting off into Catholicism, kids, just understand that in heaven you will see every good deed you did and forever thank God for giving you the grace to do it. Not just the big stuff like dying a martyr, but every good deed we do on earth will increase our glory and our joy in heaven and echo forever into everyone else's life. Your life on earth will be a song played to God forever in heaven, praising Him and thanking Him. Okay, what does this have to do with Matthew 6 today? Remember the line, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Here's where I think this ties in. It means this, that your whole treasure on earth should be acts of sacrificial love. What are some examples of those? Okay, maybe staying on your knees and expiation of your sins a little bit longer. Maybe it's paying a single mom's rent in an apartment complex next to you. Maybe it's holding your tongue to your spouse when you could win the argument. All of these things fill your heart. And if your eternal treasure is where your heart is, then acts of sacrificial love on earth become your treasure in heaven. This cannot be stressed enough in these economically disastrous times when people are so worried about having money. And granted, it is good to be vigilant for your family's well-being, But the treasure that will last forever is, please God, your salvation. And no lockdown or job loss can take that. And that's also kind of why that bumper sticker is a little goofy that says, don't let my car fool you, my treasure's in heaven. No, it has to start here on earth. So store up as much today as possible in sacrificial acts of love on earth, since that will be your treasure in heaven. Please like, share, and subscribe to these podcasts and YouTube videos. And please say an hour, Father, for me as this video ends. Et benedictio Deum et Patentis, Patris Filii, Spiritus Sancti, Descendit Super Vos et Maniat Semper. Amen.